0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew
1: Jacobs on Sports Radio 810 WHB. What I've done is help athletes be the best they can be. We work on giving you that winning edge, that mental edge that will help you realize your potential.
0: Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for over 30 years as a sports psychologist.
2: This is the first time I've ever listened to it. I'm on my way to church and I said, i got to pull over and talk. Right
0: now is your chance to call Dr. Jacobs for free help with any sports-related problem.
3: It's a wonderful form, and I, I, it must be a radio for me
1: every time I'm in the Kansas City. This show is about you. It's about having fun, working hard, building self-confidence, having the right attitude, being a good teammate, being a good parent, and being a good coach.
0: Now, here's the sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs.
1: Good morning, everybody. Happy, happy New Year to everyone. I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. And we're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. It is our first show of 2018. It is the beginning of my 27th year on radio this morning here in Kansas City. 27 years here in Kansas City, my 17th year here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Excited to be here as I am every Sunday and looking forward to another fun year as we talk about the mental side of sports. You know, I want to thank Chad Boger and the staff here at Sports Radio A10 WHB for having me here, allowing me to do this show with you every Sunday. And I thoroughly enjoy coming in here and doing this because it's about you, it's about the callers, it's about the listeners, it's about mindsets. And I've been in practice since 1981 as a sports psychologist. I've had the privilege to work with athletes all over the country. As you know, we wrote our book, Just Let Him Play. Over a year ago, Jeff Montgomery, Pete Malone, Dr. Steve Joyce, and I just let them play Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes for Youth Sports. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on that book. And this show is about helping you deal with issues. And as a sports psychologist, I've had the privilege to work with so many great people, Olympic athletes, professional athletes, collegiate, high school, youth sports, all levels. I had a great show planned for today, and we do have a great show planned for today except the topics changed. We were going to talk about the role attitude plays in sports. And I wanted to get into a discussion about mindsets and attitude as we started the new year off with the uh, hope that the Chiefs were going to have won yesterday. But yesterday, obviously, was another disappointing playoff loss here in Kansas City. I've seen them all. I've been going to Chiefs games since the first game they ever played. I went to Super Bowl one. Our family has had season tickets since the team started. We've had the same seats at Arrowhead Stadium since the stadium opened in 1972. And I think you could say I am a Chiefs fan. I've been one my whole life, and I will be one. I'm disappointed this morning like the rest of you are. To be up 21-3 to at halftime and then to lose 22-21 to to a team that, quite frankly, Kansas City was was outplayed by in the second half, but I think is better than, is frustrating. It's frustrating as a fan. It's frustrating as a player. It's frustrating if you care. And I know there are a lot of people today who probably aren't even awake yet because they're so upset. The Chiefs got outplayed in the second half, and they lost. That's the bottom line. It's a a fact. Now, A lot of people complain about the refereeing, and quite frankly, I don't understand some of these calls. I do not understand calls on things that happen that aren't called. But you can look at the whole situation, and you can come up with every excuse and reason why this should have happened or that should have happened or this didn't happen for this reason or this happened for that reason. The bottom line is, in the end, the season's over. And as a fan, as a sports fan... You get involved in your teams. You get involved in the excitement. You get involved in the hype. You get involved in the fun. And a lot of people get severely depressed when their teams lose, not just a game like yesterday, but any game. I know I talked to several people earlier this week who were asking me, What's wrong with the Kansas basketball team? They've lost three games now. Oh, my God, they've lost three games. Well, you know what, they're athletes, they're college athletes, they're kids. And this is a new team that hasn't found itself yet. They won last night on the road, so they've won two games on the road, and they've lost one at home. They're 2-1. The Big 12 is a long season. There's a lot that's going to happen. There are a lot of good teams. When you make the playoffs in the NFL, anybody can beat anybody. The Falcons beat the Rams at home yesterday also. I'm going to get into this whole issue today with this topic. My relatives told me this quote years ago. My uncle, my cousin told me this quote. It's been my mantra. It's been my theme. And I feel it's what it's about. Sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part. But no one knows what will happen. And quite frankly, I don't think anything could be more straightforward or clear than that statement. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. And I look forward to taking your calls and getting discussions with you, along with my producer Rudy Salazar, who braves the weather to come in here every morning, eat his breakfast, and help me out. We're here to talk to you. So I want to open up our phone lines. I want to get a discussion going. This is, as I said, the beginning of my 27th year on radio here in Kansas City. Been on the radio about as long as anyone in town. I always like to say our show's one of the hidden secrets because we're on so early on Sunday. A lot of people don't know we're here, but a lot of people do. So, I want to get some calls. Our number is 913-3810-810. I want to find out if you are a sports fan and you get frustrated when your team loses. Not the story about the Chiefs, but just in general. If your team loses, if your team lets you down... How is it being a sport fan? How is it being a fan of your team? Do you sometimes take it so seriously, so personally, that you get depressed? You know, back in the mid-90s, there was a self-help group here in town after the Chiefs lost when Lynn Elliott missed those three field goals in that one game against Indianapolis. And... A lot of people went to that for several weeks because they couldn't deal with the fact the Chiefs lost. I don't think that has to happen. I don't think people need to go to a self-help group. But a lot of people this morning are upset and disappointed. Let's face it, this was a roller coaster season for the Chiefs. They started 5-0, and then they lose 6-7, then they win 4 in a row. I personally thought they had gotten their mojo back, got their vibe back. But unfortunately, it didn't happen yesterday. So let's talk about the role of being a fan today, not just of the Chiefs, but of anybody. Our number is 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you. If you're a sports fan, if you're a fan of a team, do you sometimes get so caught up in the excitement that it takes its toll on you personally? Do you sometimes find yourselves living and dying daily emotionally through the way your team plays? Let's get some calls in here, 913-3810-810. And because it is the new year, and because I am in a good mood this morning, even though I'm bummed that the team lost, I'm going to give out to our first caller a copy of our book, Just Let him Play. So our first caller calls in here at 913-3810-810. And Rudy will get your address, and I'll mail you the book. You won't even have to come by the station. I will mail it to you. 913 3810 is the number. We'll give away a copy, free copy of our book. Just let them play, guiding parents, coaches, and athletes for use Sports. What is it like being a sports fan? What is it like for you? How do you deal with it, emotionally, psychologically? How do you handle it? Is it frustrating being a fan? Is it frustrating? Nine one three three eight ten eight ten is the number. I have found over the years. So many people will live and die through their sports teams, not just professionally, collegially, even even youth sports teams. I have a saying. Good coaches check their egos at the door. And I believe very strongly in that. Because you know why? If you get too involved, get too emotionally involved. You're going to be in trouble. You've got to take you know, here's the thing. I've been a sports psychologist for 37 years. I have been on the radio now for 27 years here in Kansas City. There are a lot of hurt, upset people this morning. And I get it. It's not easy. But you've got to deal with your life. You've got to move on. Let's face it; this, this is an entertaining season this year. There's a lot of more. There are a lot of more sporting events to be played. A lot of teams playing. A lot of things going on. And you've got your life to live. Sport is entertainment, but if you take it too personally, you get in trouble all right nine one three is the number all right, our first call this morning is Dan and Dan you will get a free copy of our book when we're done Rudy will get your address and phone number and uh, I'll get the book to you Dan how are you this morning
3: oh I'm doing fine i'm I'm in recovery but uh I'm doing just fine
1: what was we were you at the game last night?
3: no, I wasn't at the game and uh that that probably cushioned the loss a little bit. In, in addition, uh, we just happened to be watching our grandkid while watching the game, which we don't like to do, but it was necessary. So so it all worked out. So I wasn't too emotionally involved in the game. But, uh, you know, but nevertheless, it, it was just same old Chiefs playoff, you know, heartbreak.
1: Well, yeah, it, it is the same old heartbreak. It's a different team. It's a different situation. How do you deal with it, though, Dan? I mean, how are you dealing with it today? How will you move on? Because that's the key thing. Look, you have no control over how the team plays. You're a fan. So right. how do you handle yourself emotionally with that? That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. We can so we can sit and complain uh, about the refereeing or the, the defense in the second <laughs> half or whatever you want to say, but how do you – this is about how you, as a fan, deal with disappointment of your team.
3: Uh, going forward. Well, I think the best thing I do is just to back up a little bit. I don't get that emotionally involved in the first place anymore. I mean, a- after the 28 point blown lead to the Indianapolis Colts, I remember, I mean, it was, that was a kick in the gut. And then you go into work the next day and nobody was talking, everybody was moping. And, and it took two or three days for that hangover to wear off. And, 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 you know, after that, I just I just don't get that emotionally involved. I mean, you still do somewhat, but um, and what what else helped was the the NFL season this year with the flag controversy. Uh, I quit watching for quite a while, but at the same time, uh, I wanted to be fair to all the players because there's a lot of good players in the NFL that didn't participate in that. So I started watching again in December, uh, just in fairness and. So, so I wasn't wrapped up in the season like I normally am.
1: So you're you're doing better today because of that, because of that mindset.
3: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't that emotionally involved. I mean, I just I just kind of step back. I look at it as entertainment. I don't, uh, you know, I don't I don't sing my heart and soul into the team uh, like like I used to. And you know, it, it's entertainment. It's fun. I, I'll cheer for them wear their jerseys, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, go, going forward, I'm just going to stay busy. You know, I, I got a lot on my plate. I don't, you know, there, there's no time to mope around. you you got to, there's always something to do just keep myself busy. And, well, the
1: bottom line is you're saying you don't have control over this, so you try to focus on the things you do have control over.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Exactly.
1: And that's a good attitude. Okay, listen, Dan, thanks for calling in. Rita's going to get your your number here, your uh, address, and I'll send you a free copy of our book, okay?
4: Oh, great. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you very much for calling in. You have a great day. All right, let's go next to Ken. Ken, good morning, sir. How are you, Dr. Jacobs? Uh, Good
5: morning. How are you?
1: Okay. How are you doing this morning?
5: Not bad. Just getting off work, and I just tuned in to the radio. So I'm just now hearing it for the first time, what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so how are you feeling as a Chiefs fan? Or are Um, you a Chiefs fan?
5: Yeah, I am, you know. I grew up in the city. I'm 42 years old. I mean, it's been like this my whole life, basically, you know. I really didn't grow up a Chiefs fan because they were terrible back in the 80s. But over the years, I've grown and, you know, appreciate them.
1: So the loss last night doesn't affect you that much one way or the other?
5: No, because also as a fan, you have to also understand that sometimes you're just not the best team, and this year the Chiefs just weren't the best team.
1: Well, earlier on, a lot of people thought they were. Then middle of the season, people didn't think they were. Then towards the end of the season, people were starting to hope they were. I think that's probably the best way to look at it. Yeah. And unfortunately unfortunately, yesterday didn't work out the way a lot of people wanted. They haven't won a home playoff game since Nick Lowry kicked a field going overtime against Pittsburgh in January of 1994. Exactly. So... You're you're just looking at it, hey, this is life. This is the way it is. I'm just going mean, to move on. I've got other Jack's things
5: a fan, to do. And I'm like, well, life goes on. I can't control any of that, like you're saying. But at the same time, they don't pay any of my bills. So, hey, I'm just a fan.
1: <laughs> well, you're right. They, if they don't pay your bills, you are just a fan, and that's the way to look at it. So you've got a pretty even perspective. Listen, thank you very much for calling in, sir. You have a great day. Have a great 2018. Thanks for listening this morning. All right. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. Thank you. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Our topic this morning is how do you feel about being a sports fan? You know, in light of the Chiefs losing the playoff game yesterday, a lot of people are depressed. Do you live and die sometimes too much through your team? It doesn't matter what the team is. Obviously, we're talking about the Chiefs this morning. But how do you handle yourself personally when your team loses? 9 10 8-10 is the number. Do you live and die emotionally through the ups and downs of your team's? Let's see what Mitch has to say. Mitch, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing this morning? Good. Good. Thank you for calling in.
0: Hey, um, when I was younger, I'm in my mid-40s now, but uh, back when I was probably in junior high, I would go watch the Chiefs, and there'd be you know, just a few thousand people out there. And as their success you know, grew, you know, when Coach Schottheimer and that regime came, uh, I was really excited, and and uh, you know, I really kind of seem to you know live and die with their success. Not literally, of course, you know, but but I would take their losses really hard. And and uh, you know, I just my expectations. You know, but we're like everyone else in town. They, you know, I was really excited and really thought that they could play in a Super Bowl and and whatnot, but. It seemed after Derek Thomas passed away, it, I don't know. It just kind of everything just kind of came into focus a little bit more. I don't know. I just I looked at it for what it was. It was, you know, it was a game, and these guys are humans, and and uh, so I'd still go to games, and I still try to make the games from time to time. I just, you know, I just keep it, you know, in perspective. It's just entertainment, you know. I know it's a business to the players and. And uh, the people that run the franchise, but that's, that's kind of how I separate it, look
1: at it. Well, I think that's a healthy way to look at it, Mitch. And, and as a sports psychologist, I do work privately with several players on the team. They come to me on their own, I do not work for the team. And I can tell you that, that the uh, guys that I've talked to really felt like yesterday was going to be a breakthrough game. I know they're disappointed, I know they're upset. That's their profession, it's their living, that's their livelihood. So for them, it's a lot different, and I think, you know, and it, it, what I don't like is that when fans start getting angry at players for making mistakes or screwing up, their human beings. That, and I don't care what the sport, I don't care what the play. You know, B- Bill Buckner got blamed by the Red Sox fans forever when the Red Sox played the Mets back back in the '80s, and you know the Mets went on to win. You know, he was like he was like Satan in in Boston, and right. Uh, he came here and played with the Royals. I, I, I was the Royal psychologist for a long time. George Brett got to know him would tell me Bill Buckner was one of the best guys he ever met. okay you know I mean these guys are people. I mean they're they're trying to do well and and look when you've got one team competing against another team in a playoff game, somebody's gonna win. somebody's right. gonna lose and the human element comes into it. So I think the key thing and it sounds like you've got a good perspective with this, it is entertainment. And I think you have to look at this, because I know a lot of people get severely depressed when the team loses, and they, they're all ecstatic when they win. One of my closest friends, lifelong friends, is Barnett Hellsberg Jr. And back in the 1990s, I put on a seminar here in town. Barnett came and spoke at it. I mean, he built Helsbergs from a small family chain to a big chain that he ended up selling to Warren Buffett. He's one of the, He and his wife Shirley are two of the biggest ph- philanthropists in the city. They've given millions of dollars to Kansas City. And one of the one of the greatest people I'll ever know. And he gave a speech where he said something that has stuck with me forever. He said, "Control the controllables in your life." What do you think that means, Mitch?
0: Control the controllables. Yes, sir. That in your own expectations. How oh, I would take that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the key word there was yours. What you can do. Right. When you get too caught up in everybody else and everything else. You get you, you lose perspective, sure. And I think it's you know yeah we go to sport when you when you go to a sporting event for your the team in your city or your college or your your school whatever you get excited you want them to do well, right? And it's disappointing if you don't win if you don't move on especially in the playoff situation, and the high you know let's face it the atmosphere at Arrowhead is 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 a unique place. It's, it's I've been to many NFL stadiums. I've been to almost every major league baseball stadium when I work with the Royals. It's different at Arrowhead. I'll tell you that. It's different at Allen Fieldhouse. The atmosphere is so intense; it's exciting. But the, right. but the fact is, the team isn't always going to win. That's correct. And so you have to you have to you have to move on with your life. I mean, and that's the key thing. And I think you've got a good perspective with it. And that's the way I think we have to look at it. So, sir, thank you for calling in this morning. Have a great 2018. I appreciate your call. You too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, all right, that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As I said, today is the beginning of my 27th year on radio here in Kansas City. 27th straight year, starting back in 1992 at KNBZ and KCMO and then moving over here. I've been here now, my, this is my 17th year here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. And I very much appreciate the time here, being on the air. I love doing this show. And hopefully we can put perspective in people's lives about not just being a sports fan, but everything we talk about. All right, our lines are open. We want to get some calls. Our topic is this. How do you emotionally deal with your sports teams? Do you sometimes get too caught up in the wins and losses and how the team plays? Our number is 913 Obviously, if you're a Chiefs fan, you're disappointed today they lost again in the playoffs at home again. I'm as disappointed as anybody about it. As I said, I went to Super Bowl one. I've been going to these games since the first game. They, they played back at the old Municipal Stadium against the Buffalo Bills. It was called the Milgrams Grocery Bowl. I still have the program for it. Growing up, I loved going to these games. we would go with my dad every Sunday. I loved going out to Municipal Stadium. My dad's good friend, Les Milgram, we'd go with him all the time. He was instrumental in bringing the Kansas City A's here. One of the, you know, Les Milgram was one of the best sports stores in Kansas City. Most people don't know about a great man. If you remember Milgram Food Stores, that was his family business. But he loved sports in Kansas City, and he loved Kansas City. And he would do anything for a sports team. And so I got caught up in the excitement growing up, and I've been a fan ever since. It's not easy when your team loses. You're going to get down a little bit. But the fact of the matter is you've got to live your life. So let's get some calls in. How are you doing as a sports fan this morning? 913-3810-810 is the number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 10 WHB. Good morning, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. And as I shared earlier, this is the beginning of my 27th year on radio here in Kansas City. Hard to believe I've been doing it that long. And um, I'll tell you, I love doing this show. I love talking with you and taking your calls and getting into discussions about Sports, about the mental side of sports. And every week I try to come up with a topic that we can get into discussions about. I had a a fairly, actually, interesting show lined up for today, but expecting, quite frankly, the Chiefs were going to win last night. But they didn't. So today we're talking about what it's like to be a sport fan, not just of the Chiefs, but of any team. Do you get so emotionally involved in your sport team? Do you find yourself getting so caught up emotionally in the ups and downs of your team that your day, your week, your emotions go up and down whether your team wins or loses? We've had a bunch of calls, and we have a wide-open phone board right now, so now's your chance to call in. Our number is 913-3810-810, as I mentioned, 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you. Are you a sport fan? Are you a fan of a team? It doesn't matter what your team. Do you find yourself, we had someone who called up earlier, didn't want to come on the air, wanted me to talk about being a fan of your son or daughter's team, of their high school team, of their youth sports team. Do you find yourself getting too caught up in that? And, of course, that's why we wrote our book, Just Let Them Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and athletes for Youth Sports, that co-wrote with Jeff Montgomery and Pete Malone and Dr. Steve Joyce. We wrote that book because of that issue. Too many people are too caught up with their their kids teams. And I've seen, you know, the behavior of people at youth sporting events is just just it's 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 a dissertation. I've gone to games, I've gone out here in Overland Park to uh, some sports complexes, youth sports complexes. A couple Saturdays I've gone out there And I've watched just some games. Kids, I don't know. Parents, I don't know. I just wanted to go out and watch. And I see people screaming at the top of their lungs at referees, at coaches. I see coaches screaming at kids. I see people after games yelling at their kids. Why? Why? Because you get so caught up, you don't put things in perspective. Now, being a sports fan, a Chiefs fan, a Royals fan, a KU fan, MU, K-State, doesn't matter. You're going to get caught up in the ups and downs of your team, especially if you expect them to win. And when they don't win, you're going to be down. But does that affect your life to the point that it ruins the things that go on in your daily life? How do you handle, if you're a Chiefs fan today, going on after the disappointing loss yesterday? Team hasn't won a home playoff game since January 1994. It's a long time. A lot of games they're expected to win. In fact, every home game they've been expected to win, they haven't. I've been at all of them, I know. But you have to move on. I had to come in here and do my show today. It wasn't easy. I'd rather be talking about, hey, let's play New England next week. But we're not. All right, let's see what Adam has to say. Adam, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for calling in.
6: Um, I was just, I'm more of a soccer fan myself, but I've grown up. Watching the Chiefs, uh, my mom was a huge fan. My dad was pretty huge into it too. And back when I was a kid, I didn't really, it didn't really affect me that much. But now, now that I I watch everything and I look up everything online and see what's going on with my two teams, you know, my uh, my Chiefs and my Sporting KC, and then I, I go and I see them lose, and it does affect me. And I, I don't know why.
1: Well, what? Like, okay, I'll, so what happens to you when you say it does affect you?
6: Well, when. When when my team loses, especially a playoff game during the season, I can I can look at it and I can be like, okay, you know, well, there's still the season left. But when the season is over and we lose, it it just affects me really bad. Like I'll get short with people. I'll I won't want to talk to anybody, and it just just puts me in a downer.
1: Well, and I'm glad you called students. up this morning. So let's <laughs> let's figure out a way so, so you can not do that. Okay. Right. Because that's not healthy for you or for your relationships. Are you feeling that way this morning?
6: A little bit. Uh, um, I saw I saw the second half of the game, so I didn't get to see much of the good of the game. Uh, so I work I work overnight, so I woke up late and saw the bad half of the game, and then I went to work and it wasn't. I just didn't really want to conversate about it. I didn't want to conversate about hardly anything, and I know that I shouldn't feel that way, but it, it just.
1: Well, you it's get that. emotional. It's Let me tell you, you'd feel worse if you would watch the first half because they played about as good a first half of football as I've ever seen them play. So you'd feel worse after the second half after watching the first half. But here's the thing, you know, Adam, you've got a life. You've got other. Th- you've got things to do, and you've got to put it in perspective. Right. You know, I mean, it's great to be up or down with that at the time. And yeah, you're, you don't just go to a game, get all caught up in it, or watch it, get all caught up in it, and just turn it off and, and turn off your emotions especially when your emotions are all caught up in that. You've got to bet – you've got to – you know, there's got to be a buffer zone in there between the time you you watched it and, and then the, the game ended to where you move on. And I'd say give yourself, you know, a half an hour to just sort of vent emotionally, privately by yourself and then tell yourself, all right, I, I've got to move on and focus on me again. So but, I always tell everybody I work with, focus on you. Focus on the things you got to do. I mean, look, I am a Chiefs fan. I am a fan of that team. I have been since since, as I said – I've been going to the game since the first game they ever played. I went to the first Super Bowl. I want to see them go back to a Super Bowl again before I die. I'm 63 years old. I've never worked for the team. I've worked with dozens of players privately. Okay, and I know the, the players I've seen this year, they want to win. They wanted to go. They, they really felt good about this. But, yeah. hey, it happens. Somebody, you know, at the end of the NFL season, at the end of the Major League Baseball season, the end of the college basketball season, there's only one team that, that wins the championship, Right. So you've got to look at it from the perspective: what did you know? How did how did this entertain me? How did I feel good about myself from this? And and but not let yourself get too down. And I think if you can look at it that yeah. way, you know, give yourself it, give yourself a little, like I said, a buffer zone, a time period to just have a little time to to vent, and then say, okay, when I'm done, that's it. I'm going to move on.
6: Yeah, it normally takes me about three or four days, and then and then I can get excited about the new season, and I can I can see where the MLS trades are taking place, and I can get excited for the NFL draft and the Super Draft for soccer.
2: But it normally takes
6: about three three to four days, and then after that I'm fine, but those those first three or four days, man, they hit me They hit me pretty good.
1: Well, let's hope, hope maybe after talking about this morning you can uh, cut it down to maybe a half a day at this time and make tomorrow a better day for you.
6: All right, we'll work on that.
1: All right, Adam, thanks for calling in. Good luck to you, sir. Appreciate it. Okay, 913-3810-810 is the number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As I said, today's the beginning of my 27th year here on radio in Kansas City, and we're talking about being a fan, how you do with the ups and downs of being a fan. Let's see what Tony has to say. Tony, good morning, sir. How are you?
7: Good morning, doctor.
1: How are you doing today, sir?
7: Oh, better than I thought I'd be, but it's still depressing, you know. Tell me why. Seeing the Chiefs lose all the time and not being able to, it just seems like all the time they can't finish, you know. And it gets so I mean I was I moved back here in sixty five Kansas City and I've lived through the Chiefs Super Bowl years and the thing that makes I mean I don't understand why the Chiefs don't do stuff right and then I mean they can't do it seems like every time we've lost a game it's always Something weird or something strange.
1: Well, it was strange last night. There's no question about it. There was, there was, you know, the Mariota touchdown pass and catch to himself, yeah, and then right. the, the the fumbles that that weren't fumbles. I mean, you can look at all those things, but you know, I I try to look at it this way, Tony. How would you like to be a Cleveland Browns fan? Yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, you got to put it in perspective. They didn't win a game all year. They went zero and sixteen. Okay,
7: but that's almost. Better than getting somewhere, I mean, yeah, you're in the uh, tournament, as they call it, you know, and the, for the playoff, for the Super Bowl and stuff, but you go in and you get kicked out the first time every time, first or second round every time, I mean, that just, and at home, too, when Arrowhead's supposed to, supposedly had this mystique, which, the only mystique ever came around was when Schottenheimer came here and we could win in the regular season, but we ain't ever been a good playoff team at home.
1: Well, we've the, only won one
7: playoff game at home ever, I think.
1: Oh, well, we've won two, I believe. The, the statistics um show you show you that. They we beat Pittsburgh in ninety four and there was I think we beat the Raiders in another one. But the fact of the matter is this, you know, he, how old are you, Tony? 64. Okay, well, I'm 63, so we're basically the right. same age here. Just I yeah. just turned 63 a, week, a little more than a week ago. Here's the deal. I try to look at it like this, and, and I'm a sports psychologist. I work with people who play these games, okay? I work with teams. I consult with athletes. I have athletes all over the country who call me up. I mean, I, I, I deal with a lot of people, and I look at it like this. You know, I am a Chiefs fan. I will always be a Chiefs fan. Okay, but I don't live my life through the ups and downs of that team. Okay, if I'm working for them, that's different. If I'm working for them, then I'm going to be a little more emotionally, you know, up and down. But as a psychologist, though, I have to be even. Okay? I have to. When when I was the Royal psychologist, you know, believe me, I worked for the Royals for many years. And a lot of those years, we didn't win. All right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so I, I dealt with that a lot. Okay. I, and I watched how the players dealt with it and, and and my job was to help them focus on themselves and I know this as a sport fan if you get too caught up in things as I mentioned earlier my good friend Barnett Helsberg had this saying control the controllables all right and I remind right. myself of that and he said hey I don't have I have no control over the outcome of this game all right yeah I can cheer and boo and yell and do all those things in the stands whatever but I'm not out there playing. It's not my life. It's it's something that I go to that I enjoy, that I am emotionally invested in. But you know, when I after I get home, I'm like, "Okay, I got to take care of my dogs. I've got things to do." My son just left this morning visiting from California. You know, after the game and he was disappointed, but he said, "Let's let's go get to, where do you want to go to dinner?" And we went to his favorite restaurant for dinner last night. And you know what? I spent time with my my son. My my older son actually got to work for ESPN yesterday at the game. Which he's got, he's gotten a job on the side doing that, he's been yeah. able to do that, and and so I I I try to look at that, okay. I try to All look right. at the, you know because if you get too caught up in a tone, if if I'm working for them, it's different. Yes. But even if, but as in my job as a sports psychologist, I've got to be even, okay. All right. And so I've well, learned to apply that to myself, and I think, sir, if you can do that, yeah, it's disappointing. Yes, it's upsetting. I'm bummed. I wanted to see him play New England next, next week. because you know what. I really thought they were gonna win last night and I thought they beat New England. <laughs> I really did. I really, yes. really did. You know? But right. but unfortunately it's not gonna happen and it's another off season and you gotta move on. Right. And that's the way I look well, at it, Tony, and I think that's the thing you've gotta do.
7: Well when you brought that up about the that brand of yours and stuff about controlling the control. I've been recovering addict and alcoholic for several years for few years and I that's what one of the things is you the serenity prayer you have to learn to give stuff up you know
1: well sir I want to I want to what
7: you can control
1: I want to congratulate you on that because that is not easy I work with many many people with that issue and I will tell you 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 have to okay yeah I mean this past year and I shared this on the air I I uh back in uh early fall was diagnosed with prostate cancer and God on God Halloween, on Halloween, I had my prostate removed, and uh, the cancer was spreading rapidly. And I found out two weeks ago that I am cancer-free; that the uh, awesome. my, my PSA level was at zero, and it's gone. God bless, man. Well, thank you, sir. I and so God bless you. thank you, and and that's put you know it's put things in perspective a little more for me right. because uh, I was told had we not done the had we not done the surgery when we did. If we'd waited about another month, the cancer would have spread, and he, and the surgeon said, "Sir, you probably wouldn't have made it through spring." So I am lucky to be here. But you know what? I try to look at it in terms of life, Tony, and I think that's what you're doing, yeah. sir. I mean, as a recovering uh, alcohol survivor, as I look at it, right. you, you yes, take sir. every day as each day is a new day, and you've got to look put it in perspective. And it sounds like you're doing that, sir. Yes, sir. So this listen. This
7: is the first time I've heard your show, and that's awesome. Thank
8: you.
1: Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. And I want—I want to tell you this: good luck. Keep doing what you're doing, Tony. All right. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, every day you wake up, even though the clouds are there, the sun's up there somewhere. Yeah. And the—the uh, the show I was going to do today was about attitude and a positive attitude. And I guess, in a sense, we're sort of doing that anyway. Yes, sir. But, that's sir, you—you you keep doing what you're doing. Good luck to you, and don't—don't don't be afraid to call back again. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Have a good day. You too. Take care of yourself. Thanks for calling. Let's see what Martin has to say. Martin, good morning. I'm Doctor Jacobs. How are you?
2: Oh, I'm okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not really upset with the with the, the team. Uh, yet the officiating yesterday. That that I mean, the emotional highs and lows of yesterday's game, not only for me but my mom was kind of – it was uh, a little stressful. And the game I get is entertaining. It's entertainment. Yet to do this every season, to have your, your heart rate and your emotions to, to go up and down, up and down like that, isn't that, like, really unhealth, unhealthy for, you know, entertainment?
1: Well, you know – let me tell you something. I, you have no control over the referee. And, and in fact, Rudy, come on and tell us what you heard about the uh, head official this morning. My, my producer, Rudy Salazar, is going to share something with us. Uh-huh. So uh,
2: reports are he hasn't officially announced, but um, I can't remember who it was. He works for ESPN reported that he is retiring.
1: Okay. You know, I find that very interesting, Martin, that the, the head official yesterday is retiring today. All right. Now, do you have any control over officials? Uh, no. Right. And let's face it, officials, you know, here's the thing, and, and, and I have to tell you, I respect people that do that job. I respect them immensely. I don't know why they do it, because here's the thing, if they do what they're supposed to do, you don't know they're there. But when they screw up, boy, everybody knows they're there. And let's let's face it, last night, there were some calls that were just bizarre, okay? But you know what? I, I You can't do anything about it, Martin. You can't. Right. So you got to focus. You Go back to that thing I said earlier, control the controllables. Focus on what you can do.
2: Right. Okay? Because because last year it happened with Dixford. We got bad calls from the refs. Eric and Fisher, seems- yeah,
1: the Eric Fisher hold at the end of the game, and I've talked to some people in the Chiefs organization, and they've said that was not a hold. And they and, uh-huh. and these were some unbiased people. They said it was not a hold. He goes, if that was a hold, there's holding on every play on everything. You know, and the Demetrius Harris hold last night when Alex Smith got a first down, that wasn't a hold. But right. hey, what can you do about it? Nothing. Nothing. That's why just, you got to focus on you, Martin. That's why you've got to focus on you.
2: And just boycott.
1: Well, I don't know about that, but its, it's okay. I, I'm not doing that. All right. Listen, Martin, thanks for your call, sir. Have a thanks great year. You. Okay. Let's see what Karen has to say, and then we'll go to Daryl after Karen. Karen, good morning. How are you? Uh,
4: good morning. Um... I'm, I'm probably quite the different fan here. Uh, I was in a pool tournament playoff last night, and uh, we were playing during the game, and and I coached during the games, and uh, I wasn't able to watch any of it. And as a matter of fact, the bar we're at, there's only like three TVs.
1: Okay, I, I'm glad you I'm glad you didn't call in to say you're a Tennessee fan because that that would have been different. Okay.
4: <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the Chiefs. You know, when I got a call on my season ticket saying, "Hey, Karen, you want to get you want to you want to take those plow tickets, I immediately said yes, because I was like, I thought, you know what, my kids have never been, I'm I'm going to, let's see if one of my kids can go. And we just have two seats and I have two kids and they just kind of shuffle it back and forth. But I just wanted them to experience that. But the thing was last night, during that last sector, people kept coming to me and I said, you know, I just don't want to know what's the score, but I just don't want to know. No, I never got to see any of the game. But we were driving home in the last, oh, gosh, I don't know, four minutes and 28 seconds or something. And it was, I was just like, oh, my gosh. I said, okay, you know what they need right now? You know, they just need to get a fumble. They need to get a re- interception They need to run it down and get seven points. And then it happened. But then it was called back. That was the only play I know. And then that was it, and then they sat down. But you know what, I got, I got to tell you, those guys don't go out there saying I want to lose. And and from what I heard, just getting on the call late, that they had a terrific first half. I don't know much about the game at all except for the end that I heard. Well, the first half was and probably
1: as good a half of the football as they played all year, if not the best. And
4: and I and that was devastated for him. I felt horrible. I thought, gosh darn it, here we are, and the picks on them were you know eight eight and a half points or nine. You know nobody was gonna. You know, they were going to win the whole way unless you were a Titans fan. And then it was like, yeah, I'm going to go for them. But you know what? They don't go out there every day to wake up and say, you know what? I want to lose. I want to fail in front of my team. I want to fail in front of Chiefs Kingdom. I want to fail in front of all of these thousands spectators. I want to fail on national TV. They don't say that. They go in every play, we're going to do it. We got this. We got this. We got this. And they pump themselves up. I don't know what the change was from first to second. I don't know what play happened that made it, it all turn around. Something happened. Something happened. Well, what
1: I think happened was Travis Kelsey got a concussion, and that changed the oh. complexity of the Chiefs offense. And, but look, here's the bottom line. Yeah. It doesn't matter if Travis Kelsey goes out, Alex Smith yeah, goes out. doesn't right. matter. You've, you've got somebody else there to play. That's and and right. this is the thing. As a fan, you have your life to deal with. You've got to move on. I mean, last night Duke lost their ranked second in college basketball to North Carolina State. I mean, KU mm-hmm. lost to Texas Tech at home for the first time ever earlier this week. Mm-hmm. that That's the nature of sports. Your team right. is not going to win all the time. A lot of times they're going to lose more. I mean, like I said earlier, everybody here is going to be upset. But, gosh, what if you were a Cleveland Browns fan? They didn't right. win one game all year.
4: Yeah. All
1: right, Karen, listen, so i got to let you go. <laughs> i got to get one more call in here. But, but that, thank you for calling in this morning. I appreciate it.
4: You're
8: welcome. All right. Have a good day.
1: Take care. All right, let's go next to Daryl. Daryl, go ahead. we got about two minutes for you. How are you this morning?
8: Very good. Good morning, sir. Uh, really appreciate your show. I want to talk about uh, uh, congratulations on your operation. I had an uh, aortic valve replaced seven years ago. Uh, perhaps I've got into this mode of uh, mindfulness, and what I want to talk about is living in the moment. I want to talk about the, the only thing that you can control is the moment you're in, and the only thing you can control uh, is, is yourself. And so uh, I learned that I'm an Oakland Raider fan. From now I'm a Chief fan. But I used to live in the Bay Area, and I've been been here before, of course, with Pittsburgh and the the, the crazy catch uh, that we lost uh, to Pittsburgh. I San Francisco uh, lost to Dallas in the second half, and I I was a terrible fan. Uh, got too emotional. Got too involved. And that's what created my. Uh, my my uh mantra that what i can control is me and that's where it's at and so it's a game the most important game your life what you do every day every moment live it live it the best you can challenge yourself and that's what i want to say and i'm a chiefs fan win or lose let's party on and you do a great job andrew
1: well, Daryl, thank you, sir. I, I don't think we could have ended the show on a better call. Thank you so much, and you take care of yourself. Good you luck too, to you. Okay. Bye-bye. You know, uh, I, I, I don't think we could have ended with a better call than that. My cousin and uncle told me this quote, and it's, it's how I live my life. Sports pertaining to sports. Sports is the greatest theater in the world. Everyone knows their part, but no one knows what will happen. It's disappointing this morning if you're a Chiefs fan. It's disappointing for a lot of reasons. But you've got a life to live. You've got hopefully family around you. You've got friends. Move on. It's a new day. I have a philosophy in life. I like to look at the front windshield, not the rearview mirror. I know it's disappointing because the team lost. You expected them to win, especially after they played in the first half. But hey, that's sport. I love sports. I will continue to. Do what I do on this station here. I've been here. This is my 27th year at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Excuse me, my 27th year on radio, 17th year at Sports Radio 810 WHB. If you want to get a hold of me, Dr. Andrew Jacobs, my email is drj at com. Follow me on Twitter at, at DRJ sports psych. Our shows are podcasted here at the station and on my website. If you want to reach me at my office, it's 816-561-5556. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Have a great week. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next Sunday here in the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 10, WHB.